0: hi this is Tom field vice president of editorial with information security media group I want to welcome you to one of our executive session series of interviews today I'm talking about architecting a new security strategy and it's my pleasure to be speaking with art Gittleland CEO of Skyport systems art thanks so much for joining me today it's my pleasure Tom thanks for having me so art there's a number of things I want to talk about today I want to talk about Skyport systems I want to talk about your own career but what's stop and talk about security for a minute. In your opinion, what's wrong with how most organizations are approaching information security today?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that has been starting to be more and more evident as we see sort of the breaches happen and all the money that's been going in is no matter how much people money people are spending to try to secure their enterprise, essentially they're still losing. When You see companies like J.P. Morgan and the government and Target who spend an enormous amount of resources and have a lot of skilled people still getting breached. Something is wrong in the architecture of how they're approaching it. And so I think that is one of the real challenges. It's not that they don't buy the right products because there's a bunch of phenomenal technologies out there, a bunch of phenomenal products, but the way in which they're putting together to protect themselves is simply just not working.
0: So, Art, we've got decades in this information security industry now. It even has its own investment index. How do we change yeah. our fundamental approach to security?
1: Yeah, I think if, if I look back to sort of the, the time I spent in the industry and I started really looking at how people are running their environments, there's sort of two big architectures that are coming down the pike for the industry that we need to figure out. One of them is, A lot of companies are consuming services from outside of their enterprise. And so whether it's, you know, SaaS solutions that they're doing, like a Salesforce.com, a Workday, those systems are connecting into their environment, connecting to their people. And we still, as companies, have to be able to attest to and secure our information in those environments. And those companies are good at doing sort of the tactical security of their environment, but it's our rules and our policies that will have to apply. So one of the architectures that we need to figure out is how do we provide our security policy into those systems. That's one. The other uh, that we need to figure out is how do we protect our own environments? And even though there's a lot of migration to the cloud, there's going to be a long, long time, and probably forever, that we will have data centers and we'll have it in our own compute. And the way in which we're securing those today with sort of perimeter-based securities or agents that sit in the environment is just too disconnected from the way in which we're running the systems themselves. And so I think the, the approach there is we've got to figure out uh, a new model for how we sort of protect those systems ourselves. Um, and I think the, the the most interesting to come on the scene in, the, in the, the recent past is this idea of application or workload segmentation, being able to bring policy as close to the workload as possible. Um, but we've got to be able to do that in a way that's easy to manage and candidly that doesn't damage the performance of that application.
0: All right. This is a good time to ask you, how does Skyport system stand out uniquely in the marketplace and what attracted you to the organization?
1: Like I said, I, was, I spent a lot of time thinking about those two architecture shifts. And so, one of the things that you know I've always loved about the industry is I, I just I've really gotten into the technology and the space. I kind of tripped over security I don't know, 15 years ago or so and fell in love with it. And so as I've been going through this process of really thinking about one of those two architecture shifts or both of those shifts that companies I think need to go through, um, I started looking at small companies that were you know approaching these two places. You know, so in the cloud, sort of the cloud filter, this cloud proxy idea. Um, for the first architecture, companies like you know, NetScope or Sky High or Zscaler are approaching it that way. Um, and so that was those were interesting kinds of companies to look at. And then on the other side are these companies that are really focused in on trying to put security around the yeah the application, this idea of segmentation. And so I really sort of went through this process and looked for companies and when I came across Skyport systems I saw what they were doing as a way that could change the architecture of an enterprise. And and what they did that is unique um, that I think is so interesting is that they've they've converged the system, the the server compute, with with security. But they've done it in a way that allows you to enforce incredibly powerful security on the workload without consuming the CPU. A good analogy, a way to think about sort of a special thing that they did is you know, if you think back into the early days of computing when you were looking at starting to bring in the GUI interfaces, so these graphical interfaces, as the graphics became more and more robust, the systems, because they were running on the same uh, compute power, the systems got slower and slower and slower. And so what they needed to do is they basically created a graphics co-processor or a graphics card. and Almost every system now has a graphics card to manage the heavyweight uh, implementation of the the graphics co-processing. And so what Skyport has invented is a security co-processor that essentially runs uh, in the server um, and you can implement uh, a whole range of proxies basically creating a security environment around every single workload but all of that processing is done off of the, the traditional x86 platform, and so you're able to implement incredibly powerful security without any performance impact on the application, and that, that was sort of the missing piece with bringing security closer to the workloads.
0: So, Art, let's say I accept your premise that the way we've traditionally approached security is wrong. How do you then tackle the challenge of going out to convince your customer base that what they've been doing for 20 years is wrong?
1: Yeah, you know, what's interesting is, I don't, it doesn't have to be religion. We don't have to have a conversation about, I believe this and you don't. I mean, the data is so powerfully supportive of the fact that what we're doing is ineffective. It it almost isn't the conversation, right? I mean, so if I, if I look at sort of all of the phenomenal products that are out there, uh, whether it's the brand new firewalls or the advanced malware technologies or all these, the investment that's going into security analytics, you look at the, the most sophisticated companies, they own all that stuff. They are operating all of that stuff with a, a level of human resource that is super talented. And those companies are still getting breached. And I'll, I'll, I'll zero in on J.P. Morgan again, um, not because they're not doing a good job. They're doing a phenomenal job. The problem is the, the architecture just is not working. It's too far removed. Um, and so the data itself, helps to convince that when you see sort of number of breaches and number of threats going up 60%, no matter how much more we spend, it doesn't seem to make any dent in the success or productivity of the adversary. That's one uh, way you have a conversation. The other way you, that I've been having the conversation with customers is if you just think logically about what we've done we basically take in something that is inherently vulnerable an open server an application and we put it in our environment and it's inherently vulnerable the system is inherently vulnerable because it's open we want it to talk to everything we want it to be able to be connected and integrated everywhere and then what we do to protect it is we actively try to close all the connections down and then we we surround it with a perimeter of security technologies. We either deploy a bunch of agents on it, which slow it down and damage it, and then we also wrap around it a perimeter. And unfortunately, that perimeter, if you only had one application that that perimeter had to protect, you could customize the rules to that one application. But what we do is we create this big perimeter, uh, around our environments, a network perimeter, and then we put a hundred apps or a thousand apps behind it. And so any one application gets a lowest common denominator security policy. And that is one of the challenges. You have a specialized, active adversary looking for errors, looking for gaps, and we've given all these crown jewels, all these things we care about, lowest common denominator security. Um, And, in fact, whenever we add something new, we have to change the firewall rules to allow that app now to get out or to do the things it needs to do. And those rule changes in the firewalls and in the perimeter randomly impact everything else in the environment. And so over time, what you end up having in your infrastructure is a firewall that is essentially open to the outside because it's the only way to make sure all those apps get the access they need. And so the adversary finds their way in and then after they're in, they use the presence that they have to attack other things in the environment. And so the lateral attacks that occur inside, the only way you can protect against those lateral attacks is to create firewall boundaries between the different applications. There's no way a company can afford to or manage the complexity of that. And so what we are recommending is that architecture in the long term is gonna, is failing now and will continue to fail. Um, And so as boards of directors and CEOs and CIOs are starting to spend their IQ and think about security, now is the time to start having a conversation of, should we replatform, should we think differently about how we run our environment to be more secure by design? And we're giving people an option for how to do that.
0: All right, I want to turn the conversation a bit towards you and your career. Now, you've worked with some of the biggest players in the industry. You just came from an organization that's known worldwide. Why were you willing to bet your career really on moving from HP to Skyport Systems and promoting this new approach to security?
1: I'll give you somewhat of a pithy answer, but it's obviously a little more involved than that. But when you, when you think about the places I've worked, I ran big portfolios, lots of different products, uh, companies that were building sort of massive amounts of infrastructure for customers. And there are two questions that continued to sort of hound and, and bother me at night, and I spent a lot of time thinking about it. The first one is, why am I spending so much money on security and it's not getting any better? And so th- that one really bothered me uh, because here I am. I've dedicated my career 15 years or so, or so of it to try to help make companies more secure. And it's not just uh, a job. I didn't start in security. I wasn't trained that way. I just fell in love with it, and so I do it because I love it. And so that question is almost an affront to the industry, uh, in, my, in my opinion, and, and a sort of condemnation of, of us as, as vendors. The second question uh, also sort of resonated with me, which is when are you going to make all this stuff you own work together? And I, I think what I see in the space, if you look at the, just the data that's collected by a bunch of the analysts, you know, you've got sort of the, the size of the security products and solutions Market is about 20 billion, and the consulting services to operate and integrate it all is 45 billion. And so, essentially, we've got this massive amounts of tons of great technologies that do exactly what they say they're supposed to do, but they don't work together. They don't actually are. In, they're not integrated. They're not put together in a way that makes it easy for customers to protect themselves. And so when you sort of bring those two things together, um, for me, I started thinking about this, those architectures that needed to happen. And I think the one architecture is these cloud access brokers, and it's going to be a combination of sort of filtering and security and identity and authentication and a bunch of functionality that gets put together as a way to help people implement security and infrastructure that they don't own that they're consuming services from. And then the other is this idea of how do I bring a new way of bringing that perimeter closer to the workload, this workload segmentation, workload compartments. And I believe those architectures so much that I and the question bothered me so much that I said that I decided, look, either you believe that this is the way companies need to go and you bet yourself, you bet your career on it, you bet your money, put your money where your mouth is, or you don't believe it. Right, and then, then really you better start thinking about what the real answer is, because customers are hurting. They're spending a ton of their resources, um, to try to fix this problem, and you are putting yourself out there to try to tell them that you know how to. You're, you're there to help them. And so it felt almost like I had to do it. And so I looked for a company that I felt like had a real shot at making a difference and really protecting our customers, and that's where I found
0: Skyport. This concludes part one of my two-part interview with Art Gilliland, CEO of Skyport Systems. In part two, we'll talk about the state of the industry today, the threats that concern Art most as we head into 2016, and where we're going to find the next generation of security professionals. Until then, for Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.